Little Romeos are taking over Six Flags. SeaWorld wants to buy all of Cedar Fair. It's been a crazy-ass week. Welcome to Coffee with Coaster Bro. A black coffee from Sprouts. I think it's the organic blend. I am pretty hyped this morning. I had donuts from Donutology, some hipster place out of Westport in Kansas City, and they made some delicious donuts. So I'm hyped on sugar this morning. Thanks for joining in. This is Coffee with Coaster Bro. We've got all sorts of news for you today. Let's see. We got Six Flags, Darien Lake. He had a crazy ass rumor coming out of there this week. That, well, I guess not this week, maybe last couple weeks, that they might get rid of their premier attraction. That's right, the Ride of Steel roller coaster. There's rumors out there that they might be trying to get rid of this um, to basically pay back Six Flags. Crazy. It's a crazy thing. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that you would try to get rid of your best attraction. Once Darien Lake gets rid of Man of Steel, why do you go to Darien Lake outside of to get the credits? Um, it's already not a great park. So, really hope this rumor isn't true. I think it's, it's freaking wild that it, it would be true at all. Um, what they need to do, they need to RMC that dang, terrible wooden roller coaster they have, Predator. That needs to be RMC, and they need a second train for Ride of Steel. They don't need to be selling Ride of Steel. Then you got a one-two punch there. I don't know. Terrible, terrible rumor. I hope it's not true. And I, it doesn't seem like it would be. It doesn't. In in no world does it make any sense to get rid of that ride. Get rid of your SLC. Sell off your Moto Coaster. I just don't get it. Apparently, there might be a oh water park expansion, which I get for the local parks, water park and Darien Lake camping grounds. You know, bigger water park is appealing. But Jesus, why would you get rid of an Intimate Hyper? Who's going to buy an Intimate Hyper? Or what, what, what park would even make sense to send it to? Because you got to have so much room. And you got to have that lake to, for that straight bit, or else it doesn't make any sense. Alright, moving on to the next thing. The Death Coaster at Indiana Beach is rapidly going up. I've seen pictures this week of that thing just looking like it's going to be ready for this summer, actually. And then as I read a little bit further, the loops have been taken down again. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they're doing with this thing. Is this actually going to be an Indiana Beach ride at this point? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Are they going to move it to one of their premier... Are they going to move it to that Niagara Park? They need a premier coaster. They need it more than Indiana Beach does. I don't know. I just... It almost seems like they don't know what they're doing with it. It really does. All right, Codaland, home of the new Palindrome roller coaster opening up this year. Teased again that the following year they're going to be putting in another roller coaster. And this was at some sort of an ACE event in the South, South Texas, I don't know, the Texas group of ACE. Uh, but they always do those really boring presentations and sometimes you get gems out of it. This is one of those gems, Codaland's like, you know what, let's tell the enthusiasts we're getting another one. Which makes me not want to go down there this year. 
Codaland. Come on now. Like, wait for your roller coaster to open to get hype for the other one. You already got enough hype. People didn't know who you were two months ago. Anyway, it is going to be coined as America's first and only blank coaster. So they're doing that shit again. So who knows what it's going to be. Lance from Screamscape, which I get all the news from for this show, said that um, you might be looking at one of those Zamperla heart coasters, which is like basically a hyper impulse thing similar to to what Premiere has um, with their Skyrocket 2s. But that's his guess, which would be a good fit at that park, I think. It'd be a Premiere ride. But don't don't start teasing your 2023 coaster when your 2022 hasn't opened. Like, I was going to go to maybe Austin this year, San Antonio. But now I'm being told, wait up. We're going to have this extra coaster there. And, like, Dr. Diabolical will be open. I still think of those RMCs. Like, San Antonio slash Austin is looking very, very sexy right now. But you just made me want to postpone it. Who knows? All right. Six Flags President Ron McKenzie has recently left Six Flags over Texas. And he was like an adored park president. And um, just kind of based off of rumors, he left about the time that Six Flags canceled their Fire and Ice Festival. And they canceled like fireworks and shit. And he was just like, you know what? Peace. There's like he and the new CEO were button heads. And uh, dude just left. Which is a gangster move. But Six Flags, man, it's um, some interesting shit going on. I know a lot of stuff doesn't hit the news, but just kind of talking with my friends that have worked there and just kind of seeing what's happening. There's so many park presidents being displaced and moved around. They're answering directly to the CEO now, and I think that's starting to piss a lot of them off. I'm seeing like directors change positions because they've got so much more responsibility. It's wild time at Six Flags. Six Flags, I mean, I, I kind of see the direction they're trying to go in with like trying to not give away their gate as much, which would be less crowded parks in theory. Um, I don't know, I had mixed emotions about that as well, but man, there's just some, it's just, there's some turbulence over there in Six Flags with this new CEO. He is, he's not coming in soft at all. He's my way or the highway kind of guy, it sounds like. Every six flags for itself. <laughs> That's what it looks like. But I'm, I'm even thinking of like Six Flags America. That park president moved to Six Flags over Georgia to be a director of food. So you had to replace him. You had the the, the park president that, that died a couple weeks ago. This. Like, that's just causing like, what happens when that happens? Like smaller parks, their park presidents might get promoted to these bigger parks and Holy shit, it's just wild. Uh, all right. If you guys do have questions, make sure you put them in the question box. We've got a live audience here on Coffee with Coaster Bro. If you're listening to the audio podcast, put your questions in, and I'll get to it at the questions portion. All right. Um, hopping across the pond, Alton Towers. Alton Towers, their nemesis, B&M legendary coaster, is being rebuilt. So, when you think about how long that ride's been open, I don't know when it opened, sometime in the 90s, I assume. Um, been operating a long time. Eventually, you got to replace that motherfucker. You do. So, they're doing it. And instead of just tearing it down, they know that they have this iconic ride. 
they're going to do like the Hulk treatment and just put completely new track back on it. And I guess it's going to be filled with sand to quiet it down a little bit because it did have that old B&M roar, which I love that B&M roar. And this does have to get approved, so it's not official yet, but you got to think that that's going to be something that happens. You can't just get rid of that ride. It's an icon. Can't wait to ride it one day, just kind of ever, because I still haven't ridden that ride. I gotta get down the towers. Alright, going back to Six Flags, we got Romeos. Man, you all loved you you love <laughs> the little roaming Six Flags security guard thing. Everybody loves to hate it. Thinks it's the silliest thing Six Flags ever invested in. I kinda love it. I think it's gonna be awesome because you're gonna have like guests can go up and get directions from it and there's all sorts of crazy technology, but they, they're officially there at Six Flags, like monitoring parking lots at Over Texas and Magic Mountain. So that's pretty cool. And I guess they're in the park when the park's closed. So I bet that helps with labor. Because you're not going to need as many nighttime security guards. You know what I mean? So I think it's smart. I think it's going to be awesome. And um, I love that they're called Romeos. R-O-A-M-E-O's. I think they should be called Lil Romeos because that was like a favorite rapper when I was a child. He's probably younger than me as a kid, Lil Romeo. I can't mention any of his songs because I've forgotten them all. But um, you know who Lil Romeo is? Go ahead and give this, uh, this video some hearts. Lil Romeo, we miss you, man. Wonder where you are now. All right. Small Amusement Park is rumored to be built in Butte, Montana. And if I were the people thinking about Putting this in, you know, I would I would be concerned because Montana doesn't like shit to be built. John Dutton might become knocking at your door. You don't want to become enemies with John Dutton. So be careful if you're if you're trying to build that small amusement park in Butte, Montana. You have been warned. Slitterbond, Kansas City. Kansas Cityans think it's dead. It's gone. There's nothing going in there. There's no reason. But wait, there's a rumor that Margaritaville Resort may be being proposed for that location. Which would make sense because you could have a little bit of a water park there. Margaritaville, I think they do some water parks. I think they're kind of starting to do that. Put in a little hotel, a little bit of water park area, maybe with that hotel. And Slitterbot isn't quite dead. I think it's either going to become that or a sports complex for baseball fields. Fingers crossed for the Margaritaville Resort. Alright, and the big news that came out this week. I teased it at the top. Here it is. Cedar Fair is trying to be bought by SeaWorld. And here's my thoughts on it. I do not think it will actually happen. But I want it to happen. I do. I want that to happen so bad. I've been... For four years, I've been wanting Worlds of Fun to be bought by somebody because that park is being neglected. They're putting in little pretty things here and there. You know, the flower beds are nicer than they used to be, but we haven't gotten any good new shit. We've gotten European junkyards rides. We've gotten a reject from California that's never open anyway. And in 2009, we got Prowler, and that's that's the story of new additions since Worlds of Fun. Got Winterfest for like two years. Took that shit away. But anyway, I would be a fan of this happening. Um, because I want 
I think the smaller parks are going to benefit if SeaWorld takes over those parks. I'd also love to see just what they would do with Cedar Point. Because Cedar Point, to me, just roller coaster fucking everywhere. Take some of those roller coasters down, put in some unique experience in the park, make it a resort. Which I think is what they're doing with it anyway with Cedar Fair, but I just would like to see what SeaWorld would do with it. And as a local to Kansas City Parks, if SeaWorld buys Cedar Fair, they're going to pump events into the parks. They pump events into all their parks right now. There's almost an event going on year-round, it seems like, at this point. Events are what bring back season pass holders. I would become a season pass holder at that point. So, that's my thoughts. Don't think it's actually going to happen, but would love to see it. I think it would just be interesting. And... You know, I mean, sure, the Monopoly thing. But I just, when I think of Six Flags, Cedar Fair, SeaWorld, in the past two years, Cedar Fair, I think, has operated the worst out of those. Now, SeaWorld's not much better. But I will say, Cedar SeaWorld coming out with this news, somehow it made me not be pissed off about them not opening their roller coasters for two years. I almost forgot about it. So... I think, anyway, this is the win-win for SeaWorld. All right. Scrambler of the Week. Moving on to the Scrambler of the Week. We'll get to our questions next. Scrambler of the Week. We are going to Bay Beach Amusement Park in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Home of the Zippin' Pippin' Gravity Group creation that everybody goes to for or like $1 rides or whatever. They also have a Scrambler, and people don't talk about that shit enough. Their Scrambler is called... Scrambler. And the Scrambler is built by the Eli Bridge Company, obviously. I mean, does, is there any other good Scrambler company out there? I'm still trying to find myself. Anyway, what's unique about this Scrambler is you've got each arm has like their wings, right? So you've got the center of the ride and you have the arms and then it comes down. Then you have the four wings that are the car's. And each of the wings on the arms are different colors. So you got red, yellow, blue, and green. And it just looks really good, especially when it's being all scrambled and shit. So this is a great looking ride. Um, now, I will say the perimeter fence is just a chain fence, and it's just kind of plopped in the middle of the park. So I think you got to deduct some points from there. But this is also a two-ride ticket, and at this park, a ticket is 50 cents. So you're looking at a 50 cent ride for a scrambler. That's a fucking steal, which bumps it up a little bit. I'm going to give this scrambler a 7.8. I think when I go to Bay Beach Amusement Park, I'm getting a couple rides on Zip and Pippin. I'm hitting that scrambler and I'm out of there. The scrambler is a must ride there, I think. 50 cents for a scrambler. You're going to ride that shit. All right, let's move on to the questions. We've got a bunch in the question box here. All right. Favorite new coaster opening in 2022. Oh, it didn't pop up on my screen. Does it not? There it is. Okay. Favorite new coaster opening in 2022. You know, I am going to go with the the worst named coaster of 2022. Airy Force One is what I am most excited for. And I'm excited because the elements of like the first half are similar to my favorite RMC, which is Goliath at um, Great America. 
So I like the little dive loop. I like the zero G stall. And, um, you know, I can tell that they have some inspiration of their double up, double down situation um, of White Lightning, which is a fun part of that ride, in my opinion. Not excited for the second half. Second half looks like a bunch of freaking airtime hill after airtime hill. I don't know that I love the low to the ground helix thing. Like, I don't need that in RMC. So we'll see. But that's what I'm most anticipating. Uh, might actually get me back to Atlanta because there's two. there'll be two RMCs that I haven't ridden in Atlanta. Might be a good Christmas trip. We'll see. All right. What do you think the cancellation of Viper means for Laurent, if anything? I think it means that Laurent will be a better park without that piece of shit ride. <laughs> I really do. Viper, Viper, that ride didn't need to be reloc relocated anywhere. I think Six Flags is better off selling it to some random park overseas that I will never go to. I already have the credit, so like I don't really give a shit. Um, but yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know what it means. Um for thinking like reeling it back in of like what does it mean for Laronde? Maybe it sets them up for a better ride down the road. I hope it does. Cause they deserve some good rides and, and Viper wasn't it. Conspiracy theories about theme parks you believe Oh, um, not many. I saw a conspiracy theory the other day that Walt Disney was probably a racist. I believe that conspiracy theory. I don't know if that's really a conspiracy theory, but I believe it. All right. What does Worlds of Fun do right? Gosh, making me look at the positive sides of Worlds of Fun. I think their landscaping is good. Worlds of Fun has pretty good landscaping. Like you can tell they've spent all that money that they haven't spent on roller coasters on landscaping. So that's good. And I will say, their operations are okay. <laughs> um, I will just say that like the crews that I've seen at Worlds of Fun, specific few usually, pretty good. Prowler Crew was really good last year. Do I think they maintain Prowler properly? No. I'm supposed to stay positive, damn it. I tried. I got it for like uh, a couple minutes there. Dream job. My dream job would be Coaster Cuzzy's full-time. That'd be fun. That's the dream, right? All right. Um, biggest pet peeves at a theme park. Okay. I'm going to put this out there and a lot of people aren't going to agree with it, but <laughs> there's this thing in operations that I call safety theater. And, uh, it does have to do with like IROC stuff or <laughs> just going to be honest. I understand why they do the IROC certification. So that's international ride operator certification. I understand why they do it legally. It makes sense to have these procedures in place so you don't get your ass sued. And I am sure that it probably helps with like incidents at rides. It's good to have a good set of rules. But some of the rules are just for show. Why do I have to scan my entire ride area? Break my neck every time there's a dispatch. 
when like operators aren't actually looking. They're just moving their head. There's no way you can enforce that. It's annoying to me. Um, and just little stuff like you can't re-ride. You can't just sit there and re-ride stuff. Like I'm thinking of like, um, let's say you're the only people on a train, right? And you go around on the coaster like it's a Zen ride. You get back and you're like, hey, can I re-ride? And some park policies are, no, you need to get out and walk around. Like, ride operators are smarter than that. Allow them to be like, yes, go ahead and buckle back in. I'll recheck your seatbelts. I understand why you flush everybody out and flush them back in so that's consistent every time. But can we let people use their brains? <laughs> uh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. So I guess I, had, I didn't even know I had that pet peeve in me, but here it is. Roller coasters, you're sad. You'll probably never get to ride. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. As I was doing this um, TikTok challenge where I'm like doing every letter of the alphabet and just saying what good roller coasters are out there, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but there's a lot of them in like countries that I'll probably never visit. Like, I don't ever see myself really going to Vietnam. Like, there's other places I would rather go lot of places in the world but there's some good looking coasters there i'm probably not going so that makes me sad i wish i could just go everywhere <clears throat> all right knots gets the giga what will disneyland universal magic do in response well i don't know that they need to respond per se I don't think Disneyland has to respond to that shit. They probably got their plan out there. And they're going to have their rides open at Disney pace. Um, so I don't, I don't really know that Disneyland needs to compete. Because people will still be going on Disneyland vacations and not going to Knott's. Like, depending on the Giga. Like, some coaster enthusiasts will. But, but honestly, if I'm a coaster enthusiast and I'm going to Knott's, I might be going to downtown Disney that day. So, like, they're still getting my money. Um, Universal, they've got, I mean, honestly, Universal's getting their Super Mario Land soon. You compare that to a Giga, I think Super Mario Land has more weight. Um, Magic will probably just build another stupid-ass roller coaster, because that's what they do. And, um, that'll be the response. I think Knott's is more trying to keep up with this Giga than the other parks are trying to keep up with Knott's. Unfortunately. I mean, I love Knott's, it's a great park, but... I don't know. Like, there's only so much knots can do. Like, they're kind of, they're kind of like gonna have to stay the same. Let's see where it comes in. Retheme a giga coaster to dolphins. That'd be fun. How neat and tidy was Logan's cabin when you went to ask him questions? Yeah. Um. So what what we're refer referring to here? Our last episode, sixty nine questions with Logan from Prairie Coasting. We went to his fictional cabin, and there was an Olympic pool in there. He had a heated deck, which was pretty awesome. And I was surprised to see that that, that cabin was pretty neat and tidy. Um, a little bit too many connects roller coasters and like corners. And that was kind of weird. So that kind of cluttered it a little bit. But still, not bad for Logan. All right. What do you think will be the next big thing for RMC? Like a new track design, maybe a new project. Um... I've heard that they want to redo steel coasters. So I think it'll be that 
I don't know what that looks like, but Josh, I'm thinking, for instance, Blue Hawk at Six Flags over Georgia. And this is just a theory. That's a pretty good. Like you could do a lot of things with that layout. It's like compact and stuff, but I think I think they could do some fun stuff. Maybe they could single rail that thing out. Ooh. So I think I think the steel thing, because that is a rumor that they have the ability to do that now. I think that's the next big thing out of RMC, the next big big innovation. Outside of twenty seven airtime hills in a row. <laughs> do you think Tambuli? I still don't know how to pronounce that. 4D roller coaster at King's Dominion will be the best free spin. <laughs> I've only ridden one free spin, and that was at Adventureland, and it was okay. Um, so it's it's really hard for me to answer this question. I don't. It's kind of like see, 4D coasters, free spins are all the same to me. Just like mountain coasters generally are the same to me. It's like the same ride. Um, so I'm just gonna say no. But I don't know what would be the best. All right. If you guys do have more questions, feel free to put them in. I am going to move on, though, to what I am reading. I am reading Harry Potter. I promise. Nope. It's been over a month and I haven't read it. <laughs> I promised you guys I would read some before I came back. And here I am. I'm not reading Harry Potter. I need to get back into it. It takes me a long time to read books. No shame in that. What am I doing I'm showering. That's exciting. So this week our shower had to get worked on by our maintenance team and I wasn't able to shower for two days and now I'm showering like crazy because I love showers. Okay. Thinking. I am thinking that SeaWorld should buy Cedar Point. Cedar Fair. Cedar Fair and Cedar Point. Um, I am buying so my re most recent purchase, and actually my wife bought it for me as a gift, but we bought it together, I guess, because it's our money. We are married people. So Pokemon Legend Arceus, I bought that shit. Might have even pre-purchased it. Not going to not gonna confirm or deny that. Um, what am I learning? I am learning that on TikTok, a good strategy is to have series. Helps you have content ready to post. And they're successful. So that's my advice to you if you're on TikTok. Make a series. Alright. What am I watching? Watching a lot of Coaster Idiot vlogs. El Toro Ryan. Doesn't really need a shout out from me. Dude's doing fine on a YouTube channel. But um, I really enjoy his vlogs. I think he's very funny. So I've been watching a lot of that. What am I avoiding? Planning trips. I need to start planning trips. For the summer, for the spring, for the fall, for the winter. I haven't planned a good trip in a while, and I need to do that. But I've been avoiding it for some reason. Um, I am playing this Pokemon Legends Arceus game. And if you haven't bought it yet, it's okay. It's an okay game. I was expecting more of a traditional feel to it. And um, it's a lot of quests. And I don't really know what the final thing to do is. I run into this person I just met, and they're like, oh, we need you to catch this Pokemon so he can do a spell on this thing, and then you can get to the volcano. And, like, I find myself just aimlessly wondering where the prompt tells me to go and not reading the story. So it's like, it's an okay game. It's not my favorite Pokemon game. It's not. What am I eating? I am still eating those turkey, apple, and brie sandwiches for lunch. They're fantastic. Brie cheese all the way. What am I wishing? I am wishing that Margaritaville 
comes to the Slitterbond location, I need that getaway. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. Another question here. Do you think SeaWorld would sell Canada's Wonderland because they've never worked in Canada and the complex laws of doing so? Ooh. Nah, I think... I don't know anything about the complex laws and shit, but I think that would be their entry into Canada. And I think they'd be... I think it'd be silly to get rid of one of the best attended parks. Like I think there's other options to sell off parks like Michigan's Adventure, maybe King's Dominion maybe is like the big park that might be sold unless they want to push season pass sales because look at the value of that pass with uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. So I don't think they would sell it off. But I don't know about Canadian laws. I'm just an American, okay? Alright, to close out the show, I do have a dad joke for you guys. I missed it last week. I'm sorry about that. I forgot. Alright, a group of artists couldn't decide who to go first, so they drew straws. That's Coffee with Coaster Bro. Thanks for tuning in. I love you so very much. I will see you next time.